0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum ten dollars per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Weather forecast: still cold. Back to you. This is Paul and Jordana. That's that's for that's weather for people in a hurry.
2: That's, that was the best one ever. That's we what have we short know. attention
1: we need
3: to know. spans. Yeah, it's
2: going to be cold. Yes, it's going to snow. Still yes, cold. Back to yes. you. Yeah. That's right. Whoa. That's what we like. Okay. Oh boy, we're a mess. I mean, the snow is coming, but this situation on Ukraine in yeah. Ukraine is untenable, and it's frightening, and I know I want to talk more about snow that is more pressing uh, that is happening here, but my goodness, um, you know, Putin has recognized the independent of those two areas, two territories in eastern Ukraine that are controlled by Moscow-backed separatists. You know, those of us in the West are afraid of a, a full-scale invasion here. I mean, it it could be an enormous invasion. We're talking on the level of a, a world war here, and um, it, it's actually really frightening. Putin has made the case that Ukraine was, by history, an integral part of Russia, even though we know they are autonomous. He appeared to lay the groundwork uh, by recognizing these breakaway republics and he demanded that Ukraine immediately cease military action which again we know like he's he's making this up this is propaganda to that that he thinks we're going to believe that Ukraine is the aggressor so um we're in a frightening situation paul
1: yeah and he's calling them peacekeepers so you got 190,000 troops surrounding yeah, his ukraine troops. Mm-hmm. peacekeepers mm-hmm. could not be farther from the truth uh jennifer jacobs is the senior white house reporter for bloomberg news and she is saying that the u.s is moving its ukraine embassy staff out of the country out of ukraine into poland for security reasons and that the biden administration has ordered all remaining state department personnel out of ukraine so we don't know and are they going to stop at these two regions you know the, these breakaway territories in southeastern ukraine probably not um, he's looking for an excuse uh, for regime change. That's what many mm-hmm. of the experts mm-hmm. say. He he wants to march into Kiev and uh, regain the city, regain control of the country. Make sure there is zero chance that Ukraine will ever have a chance of joining NATO, like Romania and Poland and Lithuania and Estonia and Hungary. All these other countries said, you know what? Yeah. Uh, we're get, we want to be in control of our own future. Uh, democracy sounds like a great idea. We're going to give that a try. Uh, not autocracy, not a dictatorship, which is what you essentially you have in Russia. Mm-hmm. There is not a whiff of democracy in, nope. in Russia. And so nope. Nope. it's, it's nope. a sad day. And these are proud people, you know, people who live in the Ukraine. And they want what we have. They want freedom. Mm-hmm. They want the ability to say what they want to say. They want the ability to vote for whoever they want to represent them. Mm-hmm. And this is a threat to Putin and his gang of thugs who are in control in Moscow. Yep. This Having a free nation right on their border like that is is a threat. So... Because They're then
2: their comrades and their brothers see what happens when you have freedom, what happens when you have um, the right to uh, make money and be successful. And then, of course, the Russian people would notice that. And that's what yeah, happens. We want then They want yeah. that, too. And yeah. they don't want the current government that they have under Putin. We all can see it clearly from 30,000 feet. Um, But unfortunately, I I don't know that everybody around the world does. And certainly, um, hopefully, I mean, I don't imagine the Russian people do either. And, and, you know, Paul, we really care what happens, not only on a humanitarian reason for the people of Ukraine and and the Russian people, but also this is can directly affect the United States. We're talking about spikes in energy and food prices, um, inflation getting 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 even worse. Uh, this could threaten global economies all over the place. We we already know that uh, gas and oil prices have been driven up. Um, Russia provides more than a third of Europe's natural gas, which heats homes and generates electricity. And the tensions, again, have far more reaching uh, fingers than just the humanitarian crisis, which could become evident as early as tonight
1: and again you got all these tanks you got missiles you got airplanes, airplane you got jet fighters what can possibly go wrong you know if if some of this spills over into nato uh territory into countries that are aligned with nato what would happen would we fight back i think we would nobody wants to get drawn into another war i mean the lessons of iraq and Afghanistan you know, let's not fight other people's wars. But mm-hmm. uh, NATO, it's its its a red line. If, if you attack a NATO country, not only will all the other NATO countries come to your aid, the United States, being a member of NATO, will also get involved. Mm-hmm. So nobody wants to see that happen and see this escalate and, you know, even think about, you know, a nuclear exchange. Nobody wants to go there. But... You're, you increased the potential for these black swan events that nobody planned for, nobody wanted, and yet somehow happened. So hopefully, hopefully it'll be contained. But no, I have a bad feeling about this.
2: I, hopefully, yeah. Today t- took a dark turn. Uh, we know the snow is coming. We, yes, Paul is on it. I promise. I know it may be snowing outside of your window. We will be giving you updates in this last uh, hour. Uh, today is also um, President's Day? And again, breaking news out of Russia and Ukraine. We spoke with uh, Ken Davis, who is an historian and a, an author, and he'll share some, some President's Day notes next. It is President's Day. And by the way, if you missed it, we had a President's Day quiz at 4.30. You can use the Odyssey app and the Rewind feature to take our quiz about President's Day. little spoiler. I mean, I crushed Paul crushed him
1: yeah, it was but ugly then again, he's used it was ugly, it yeah. was ugly. <laughs> mm-hmm. thank you uh,
2: yeah. a lot of it was guessing hopefully you will actually know the answers um, but we did uh, get a chance to speak with Ken Davis Ken is a a good friend to the show and just a constant source of knowledge about Holidays and American history. And, you know, I think we often get in the weeds. Sure, what's President's Day for us? President's Day is a day off. It's a federal holiday. It's when the banks and the post office are closed. So all that stuff is true. But what really is President's Day? Ken, drop some knowledge on us.
3: Today is not President's Day. (laughs) Today is George Washington's birthday. And I know it's on all the banks. It's on all the calendars. It's, on, it's probably on your date book, but it is still officially George Washington's birthday. Lincoln's birthday was never a national holiday in this country. George Washington's huh? birthday was one of the oldest federal holidays. When they started making Monday holidays, three-day weekends, in 1968 mm-hmm. under something called the Uniform Holiday Act, they moved George Washington's birthday from the traditional date of February 22nd to the third Monday in February, where it is today. This means, of course, it can never actually fall on George Washington's birthday, which always would come later than the third Monday. But it's still officially and technically and otherwise Congress or the president has never changed the name of this holiday. It is still George Washington's birthday. And a lot (laughs) of people assumed, oh, they merged Lincoln's birthday, which is February 12th. Of course, we marked that last week with Washington's birthday. But that's not the case. Lincoln's birthday was actually never a federal holiday. Right. Uh, It's a state holiday in many states. I don't know about yours, but in New York, when I was growing up, we always got lincoln's birthday off and then we got washington's birthday off a few weeks later but then they changed it in 1968 it went into effect in 1971 and almost from the beginning people started to call it president's day whether they put an apostrophe in it or not but it's technically still george washington's birthday honoring the first president the father of our country and um of course, Washington, like a lot of American uh, legends, heroes, patriots, founding fathers, has you know come in for a little bit of a you know revision of late. Nobody's talking about taking down the Washington Memorial, but we we have different views of him now than we did certainly 200 years ago or 100 years ago.
1: Well, I bet you. Ken Davis, I bet you he's really interesting at, at parties. I think he gets... Yeah, think he no gets doubt.
2: S- he's interesting on our show.
1: Invited to a lot of parties. I, I didn't know everything. any of that stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. Holy he cow. He knows everything. Happy Washington's birthday then. That's what we should yeah. say. And
1: again, our uh, presidents, all of them, have been pro-democracy. That's kind of what America is about. And amazingly, mm-hmm. other countries aspire to what we have. Uh, One of them is Ukraine, and we talked with CBS military consultant Jeff McCausland earlier in the show, and we asked for an update on the very latest.
4: Well, militarily, what we see, Jordana, is, frankly, the Russian military forces making more and more preparation for an invasion. Roughly 75 percent of the forces they have arrayed on the northern border, the eastern border, and the south are what I would call moving into or already in what I would say are attack positions, having moved from marshalling positions. They have about 190,000 troops a raid around the Ukraine. And the last couple of hours, we've gotten information, of more information about loading of amphibious ships. I think there might be an amphibious assault on the southern coast of the Ukraine, as well as loading of airborne forces. And then, of course, yesterday was the end, or supposed end, of this joint operation with Belarus, training operation on Belarusian territory. The Russians announced, of course, those forces were going to stay there. And it's only about 100, 150 miles from the border with Belarus to the Ukrainian capital of Kiev. And so if an attack occurs, I think we might expect it coming from the north towards Kiev uh, and in combination with Belarusian forces, just to make this situation even a bit worse for the Ukrainians.
2: We'll keep our eye on it. It is a a frightening. You know, things are changing by the minute. Uh, We will, like I said, keep our eye on it for for so many reasons and send out prayers For the people of Ukraine and um, just people who want to live out their lives.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: So this next story intrigues me because I know you want to – this one's been in your back pocket. And we figured we would bust this out on a holiday because there's so much heavy news. There's so much negativity. So when Paul sent me this story, I was actually shocked. Do you want to share with the group? Well,
1: I, I sh- not not really, but yeah, okay uh yeah s- we're gonna s- talk
2: about this in the next segment and a we'd story liked, came uh, out your thoughts
1: about ro- mm-hmm. sex with robots it's it's apparently <laughs> happening it's a thing, and it's gonna become more of a thing and the question came it's up is thing. it is it cheating to have sex with a robot and I have never really thought about that, and I hope no. to never really think no. about that. But it's coming oh. up more and more, so that that is. The I, I,
2: I see. That's what's interesting is that you say, "Oh, it's coming up more and more." Um, interesting, Paul, because in my circles, it's really not coming up more no, no, and more. It, trust no one's really talking about this.
1: Trust me, it is. They're just not talking about it publicly, right? It's it's a little publicly, embarrassing. Oh. Yeah, sex with oh. a robot. Sex okay. with a robot.
2: So apparently, this is a thing, and there are many implications. By the way, of robot sex. It could obviously revolutionize the the trade, the oldest profession in the universe, as we, which we know to be prostitution, which really has never been legal, uh, certainly not in modern times. And this is, um, it's not only a legal thing; it is also a fidelity thing. So that's right. what we wanted you guys to think about during the break. Uh, the question becomes, like I said, there are articles. Paul, it's been coming up over and over again in Paul's circles. I'm not sure which circles these are, but is it cheating? What defines cheating in this age of social media and online dating? Cheating sometimes gets redefined, you know, swiping left and swiping right, looser relationships. What is cheating? So that's what we're going to talk about in the next segment. And you can shoot us a text, okay? I am going to open up the text line. The text line is 651 461 We're going to lighten things up on this President's Day. Wouldn't we be be making our, our forefathers proud, Paul?
1: Probably not. But we will tackle that head on when we come that's back what we do on here CCO. On
0: Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv.
4: I'm too sexy for my love,
1: too sexy for my love. Love's going to leave me. Is that a robot? Is that a little
2: robotic. <laughs> <laughs> this this story is hilarious because I think that uh, you were sent this by somebody who is near and dear to your heart. Is that true?
1: Well, my wife sent me the. By the way, mute, Jordana, please.
2: Yeah, well, it's on mute. I muted it.
1: Okay. Uh, muted. My wife My wife sent me this article, and I don't know what what to read into that about sex robots <laughs> are coming. <laughs>
2: well, well maybe a, she's having sex with robots and wanted you to know.
1: Or she, she's just tired of me and, you know, just let the robot worry about me, and she'll do <laughs> oh, her God. own thing. I, I don't know what to make of it, but I found it interesting. Elon Musk says, by the way, I, I want to back up, and... Somebody once said that anything that can be automated will be automated. So if you're in a job in a gig with a lot of automation, uh, there's a good chance a computer, whether it's a robot or just artificial intelligence, may take over your job to lower costs so that the rich get richer and companies make more money. I get that. not saying I agree with it, but that's sort of the direction that things are moving. Elon Musk, uh, SpaceX fame, Tesla, he's building robots, and he said his Optimus robots may be in production by the end of next year, ready to solve labor shortages, his words. And get this, Musk thinks that humanoid robots have the potential to be a much bigger market than vehicles, the automobile industry over time. So he's placing a big bet there. According to 2020 survey data, more than one in five Americans, 22 percent, say they would consider having sex with a robot. Up from 16 percent five years ago. Younger people seem to be a little more interested than older people in this concept. And here's something frightening. Not surprising. Uh, Mm
2: Hmm.
1: In 2020, uh, 27% of Americans said they would consider it cheating if they had a partner who had sex with a robot during their relationship. This study from YouGov discovered that 42% of people believe having sex with a robot is safer, safer than having sex with a human stranger.
2: Well, of course, because you don't have any sexually transmitted diseases. Well, yeah provided yeah. the robot doesn't malfunction. Well, but that would,
1: that, that would yeah. Be, yeah, that, yeah, ouch,
2: yeah. Right.
1: So, so it, when is you it say cheating?
2: robot, yeah. when you say robot, then is that all-encompassing, meaning toys as well? Because people have been doing that for quite some time. No. So are you saying now that's cheating?
1: Think life-like, well, okay. life life, life-like like the Jetsons? sex doll.
2: Okay. okay, like the maid on the Jetsons? What's her name? Pretty, Pretty much,
1: yeah. Okay. So okay. I, I guess, and apparently you can buy these now for like 20 grand.
2: DJ no, told No, really? Specifically yeah. made for sex? <laughs> no, Is that DJ. true? Speci- apparently. What did he say? I didn't hear
1: him. <laughs> He's just shaking his head. He's not happy. Uh, no, I, I, DJ did not give me this information. A little bit of sleuthing online, and you can find it yourself.
2: So now that your wife has passed you this information, yeah. what do you think? And what does she think? Was she trying to send you a message that said, yes, this is cheating? No.
1: I th- she thought it would be interesting fodder for the show. She just oh. thought, this, this is interesting. And is it cheating? My, my visceral reaction is yes, but it's a slippery slope, right? What is, I mean, if, if you lust after somebody who isn't your wife, your significant other... At least I was raised to believe that's sin. It's not real. But it's still, you're still lusting after something or someone else. So I, I, Mm -hmm. I, I don't know, but it gets, it gets into an interesting spot. Um, Well, what do you think?
2: Is it cheating or not?
1: I think it probably is. Yeah, I think it is. Mm
2: -hmm. But,
1: but then again is, you know, if you have sex by yourself, is that cheating if you're thinking about well, somebody else, is that cheating? Probably, right? At least how I was raised.
2: That's a really slippery slope then. That's yeah, then then I think that you would have 100% cheaters in the universe. Well, nobody yeah. ever had a random thought ever in life. I think that we need to redefine cheating. DJ,
1: here, throw me a lifeline. I mean, in your mind, the way you were raised, you're religious. Is that is that cheating? If it somebody who isn't your wife or your partner, is that cheating? Help help a guy out here. <laughs> I feel like I'm screaming into the wilderness. I feel like you are.
5: Uh, nope, I'm backing away from this one. Yeah, nothing. Really, nope. I'm I, I'm refusing <laughs> to comment this? on really? this topic. You know what I was doing? I was looking for some fun audio to play. You want me to play something for you? Oh, yeah,
1: okay. Yeah, yeah. This weather report is brought to you by WCCO junior meteorologist, Paul Douglas. <laughs> yeah,
5: <was> <laughs> is that really fun. what you're doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. During this one, I don't, okay. I you will, re- I will respond with the truest thing I can say. And it is that, um, I don't think, I don't think a sex robot is edifying or positive towards society or sexuality or identity uh,
1: in any way shape or form you think it's bad in other words translation not a good development correct okay
2: okay fair enough that that sex that. is a human need yeah. emotion meant uh, to be celebratory and, and, yep.
1: with the person you love it's yes. right i mean yep so. fair any, enough yeah i don't disagree I, with that
2: dj that's i totally respect that Your, opinion what, totally you, fair enough you seem a little i mean here, here's on what this. i think about this and just no just because i was thinking about it when you you know, when Lori sent it to you, um, I think we have a lot of dysfunction in the universe around sex. Yeah, I think there is a lot of shame. I think there is a lot of judgment. I think there are industries built around it. Uh, uh, there is trafficking. There are the most base human need, which, which needs, which which can be sexual, can also be just perverted. To abuse people and to hurt people in this universe, and if and to, and to hurt children. I mean, we have a, a culture of pedophilia that has been hidden uh, from the world that continues to be an undercurrent. I think we have a lot of sexual repression in the universe, and 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 I wish I wish it weren't that way. I wish people had healthy sexual relationships, but for some reason they don't, and. Um, I would love to be able to find a solution where people would not be enslaved, people would not be trafficked, people would not be shamed, and if this is a way for people to uh, either feel safer or to be safer around other people, if this will protect some children because, you know, some psycho will be with a robot uh, and protect children, then I'm for that. Then mm. I think I'm all for protecting children. Yeah. I'm all yeah. for you know if you have some some weirdness about you because unfortunately something bad happened to you and you can't seem to break the cycle of abuse or something dangerous. Then there should be a market for this that can keep the rest of us humans safe.
1: I just boy I did the definition of a slippery slope. I remember people saying, "Oh, pornography. It's, oh, it's healthy. You know, it's it's an outlet and and." uh you know it's it's safer than than hooking up with somebody physically and yet i know people who based on pornography are became addicted to sex and it led to other things very unpleasant things bad things that broke up their marriages so i that's a real thing not for everybody mm-hmm. but for some mm-hmm. percentage and i also think what happens the first time somebody leaves their spouse for a robot <laughs> I mean, as, as these things get more lifelike, I know it sounds kooky, but the world is kooky. And I could see something like that happening. I said,
2: well, well, that's. I mean, I think that's a pretty sad marriage if you're only in the marriage so you can have sex. That you know, well, obviously, if you leave your spouse for a robot, the robot, I don't imagine, is problem, fulfilling yeah. any of your human needs. Yeah, you're not fulfilling any human needs. It's not a relationship. It's a piece of metal or whatever they're made, plastic, whatever they're made out of. But um, I think you have bigger problems than. Well, there the, is that. If they weren't going to leave you for a robot, they were going to leave you for something else. <laughs> My you wife know, left maybe me a, for
1: a robot. I'm a life curious.
2: of cel- a life of celibacy or something oh else God. other than the robot. But, um, I mean, it, it's an interesting question. The fact is these things exist in the world and they're real. Uh, do they solve a problem? Are they beneficial to humankind and humanity? I think that remains to be seen. But I also think that humankind and humanity has no idea what to do with their sexuality. I yeah. believe there's so much perversion in the world. There's so much pedophilia. There's so much yeah. hidden. Uh, there's so much trafficking that we obviously are as humans, are doing we're, a very bad job. We're doing it um, wrong, yes. Controlling Jeez. ourselves, yes, yes. Right. And, and keeping sex a healthy, natural, beautiful thing that it is. We have perverted it to the point where um, we, we, we're, we're a mess. And and people are suffering. And when it makes other people suffer, that's where the line needs to be drawn that, you know, maybe you only get to have sex with a robot because clearly you, you're not allowed to abuse children or abuse other people in your life. Hmm. And um I don't know. I, I, maybe there's a place for this. I'm maybe not smart enough or evolved enough to see it totally for me. Is it for me? I'm not getting too excited about a robot. But you know, <laughs> thank God I have a husband who I love. <laughs> so, yeah. But not everybody has that. Not everybody has healthy sexual relationships no, in their I get lives. that.
1: Yeah, you bring mm. up some great points. So we'll see. Oh, someone other...
2: said prostitution is legal. Did you know that prostitution is legal in, in Nevada?
1: In Nevada, Europe and yeah. Amsterdam. In, yeah, okay. Not in so, Vegas, yeah. but out, yeah. right outside Sorry of about Vegas. That. Yeah. yeah.
2: Thank you for that. I didn't know. And somebody also said something called Symbians. Are Symbians the name for sex robots? Is that what they're called? I don't know. They said symbionts cost about twenty five hundred dollars. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, on the yeah, text line. Okay. That
1: mm-hmm. I think I heard that on Howard Stern's show at one point. <laughs> so, so it's yeah. Um anyway, we'll leave it right there. But yeah, there look, there's all kinds of stuff out there today. And it, it at some point, who knows where we're going, but it's probably not mm-hmm. to a great spot. I wanna can I get this in about Neil Cavuto? Mm-hmm the fox news business host so he was out for a while and there was speculation about why he was out the reason he was out he got a bad case of covid
6: uh listen to what
1: he had to say
6: so i wasn't really hiding anything i just felt that i wasn't the story the stories on this show were and are the story it's about you it's not about me just like this show my opinions don't matter you matter. The news matters. But this did drag on a long time for me. So you really do deserve an explanation from me. And here goes. I did get COVID again, but a far, far more serious strand. What doctors call COVID pneumonia. It landed me in intensive care for quite a while. And it really was touch and go. Some of you wanted to put me out of my misery. Darn near got what you wish for. So sorry to disappoint you, but no, the vaccine didn't cause that. That grassy knoll theory has come up a lot. My very compromised immune system did because I've had cancer and right now I have multiple sclerosis. I am among the vulnerable three percenters or so of the population that cannot sustain the full benefits of a vaccine. In other words, It simply doesn't last. But let me be clear. Doctors say had I not been vaccinated at all, I wouldn't be here. It provided some defense, but that is still better than no defense. Maybe not great comfort for some of you and frankly, not great comfort for me either. This was scary. How scary? I'm talking Ponderosa suddenly out of the prime rib in the middle of the buffet line. Scary. That's how scary. No matter, I'm not here to debate vaccinations for you. Just offer an explanation for me. I owe you that. I didn't want to become the story, but for many of you, I did. So now you know the story. Time to get back to far more important matters. And now I will. So that was. Oh, uh, well,
2: thank God he's okay. That was Neil
1: Cavuto, who My immunocompromised. Uh, was vaccinated and and mm-hmm. again the doctors say the reason he's still alive is because he got the vaccination he still got really sick but mm-hmm. uh he's here to talk about it so i th- thought that was interesting. i'm glad w- he shared that message wanted to play yeah, that i'm glad
2: then. i'm glad uh, you know we are everybody seems to be thinking we're on the downslide of of covid i know everybody's done with it but it really remains for those that are immunocompromised like neil like myself um, the elderly, the young, it, it still remains uh, a possible danger. So I'm so glad that he shared that message. I really appreciate his honesty about that and his vulnerability and and the truth in sharing that message. I hope it helps people.
1: Yeah, and then he went on to talk about the sex robots and, and that's where it all <laughs> fell apart. And what do you think?
2: God It's all, all right. for it, huh? It all comes full get, circle. Get your See, sex you're... robot vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> Make sure they're vaccinated. Okay. Uh let's let's do this because it is snowing in many of our of your backyards. We do have we are gonna get hit tomorrow. So uh Paul, hopefully you'll give us a quick update on what we can expect through the night and tomorrow morning when we wake up next on CCO.
1: So are you are you offended that it's going to snow, Jordana? Are
2: you, No, 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 no. It's Minnesota in February. Are you kidding me? I'm over it. I'm, I'm resigned. The, the Minnesota winters have beaten me down. So at this point, especially post-cancer, like, I don't go outside that much. I just muddle
1: through. This is our winter tax. And don't you think, though, that the summers more than make up for the winters if for sure. some mm-hmm. weird reason you don't like snow? <laughs> you
2: mm-hmm. should probably leave if you don't like snow here. <laughs> well, well,
1: leave really part of the year. I mean, I don't know. I guess the snowbirds have been doing that for a long time. But any who's, it's going to be snowy tomorrow, but again, we've been let off pretty easy. Most of the storms this winter have been trivial. I mean, an inch here, an inch there out of 28 snowfall events, only two have been more than three inches. Hmm. So we haven't had any blockbuster storms really since back on December the 10th when we had a foot of snow. DJ, back me up on this. It's been these, you know, the clippers, and you get a couple of inches and it blows around. But there's, what, two, three inches on the ground right now. We could use a little freshening up, don't you think?
5: Yeah, I'm starting to see that, you know, the the winds recently knocked down branches in the yard, and then they were covered up with snow for a while, but now all that is melting, and there's, like, you know... Mm -hmm. Pieces of my tree sticking out all over the yard. So yeah, we need a fresh coat of white to uh, make us forget about that for another eight weeks until the snow finally melts. Cover up the dog poop. Maybe maybe ten weeks, I'd be okay too. (laughs)
2: Cover up the dog poop. (laughs) That's so true. Yeah, it's a cosmetic
1: snowfall. No, I.
2: That's so
1: true. If I can't see it, it's not there, and I don't have to go out and pick it up. Although I, I have found out it's better. And we love our dog. Leo's ten, and I learned the hard way. It's easier to pick up after him in February than it is in March when it Mm -hmm. starts to
2: fall. Yeah, it's frozen. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: it's still frozen, easier to handle.
2: You don't want it all mushy.
1: No, don't want the mush. No, thanks. (laughs) This is news you can use, huh? (laughs)
2: I know, right? <laughs> Sex robots and, and dog poop. It's, dog it's a great show. Hold on, though, mm-hmm.
5: pa- Paul. Tell us tell us more about the snowfall. Like most of us, we're going to be in bed tonight, but before it really starts mm-hmm. picking up, correct? So then, correct. But then those of us who got to go to work tomorrow morning, what's it going to be at seven o'clock, eight o'clock? As Vanita takes us through the morning drive with JP, are we going to be doubling and tripling our times, things like that? Is there going to be school closings, or is it not going to have picked up by
1: then? I I think. Great question. Wish I had great answers. But uh, I think we'll wake up to an inch or two. I'd, and I'd say double your normal commute time tomorrow morning. I would say triple to quadruple the commute times tomorrow afternoon. Heaviest snow comes midday right through mid-afternoon. An inch an hour at times. And, and I think it's going to be in that four to eight inch range. And again, when it gets this cold, 10 degrees, the traffic... The wheel traffic can compress the snow and turn the snow into ice. So I I think we're going to have some of that during the day tomorrow, even on the freeways. Really hard for MnDOT. They try. They're out there. But when it's that cold, you can't melt snow and ice. When it's 20, 25, you can. When it's 10, good luck.
5: So if I have to go in for... Oh, see, if I have to go in for half a day or if I got to run some errands, you're saying morning is going to be better. And by noon
1: or one, maybe hunker down. I think so. I, it, it's not going to be great tomorrow morning, but I think it will get progressively worse as the day goes on. Uh, with the worst of it coming midday and early afternoon and then late tomorrow night into Wednesday, I think the traffic will improve uh, fairly significantly. But, yeah, tomorrow's going to be tough. The good it's, it's sort of a mixed blessing, pretty easy to get off your driveway because it's so light and fluffy and powdery, but that's those same qualities make it hard to melt and hard to get out of the way on the freeways and, and other highways, state highways. So I, I think it's, I think this storm is going to be punching above its weight. When you say four to eight people shrug, most Minnesotans like, oh, okay, half a foot been there. But it's different at ten degrees than it is at twenty-eight or thirty, and that's the point I'm trying to make. Don't get hung up on the inch amounts. Get more hung up on what is the temperature when the snow mm-hmm. is falling.
5: Paul, you've been telling us all day about Paul. snow around the state. I just got a call from a listener uh, near Albert Lee he said there's a semi jackknife and, and across most of the lanes Ooh. of traffic there on thirty-five. So uh, you know mm. that, that, as well as a lot of other
1: places around the state, are tricky to travel right now. Yeah, be careful out there. We'll get through this, and we'll keep you posted. Be safe. Jor and DJ and I will catch you tomorrow.
0: Baseball is back, and so is MLV.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand.